Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm uncool. Me too. You're doing great. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. All right, brothers, listen, a couple of changes on the 2017 event schedule. Had a couple of people bail for various reasons on a couple of these trips. So now where we didn't have some openings, we have a few openings if you are interested. All right, so first of all, May 31st, Fan Abundance Philly. Several spots left there, May 31st of June 2nd, right before the One Life Fully Live conference. Uh, see Tim Road or Mike McCarthy about that. One Life Fully Live is June 3rd and 4th in Philly. And then on June 7th, a couple of the players are going to go straight from there up to Maine. But we have a group of eight hard chargers, uh, Go Abundance Brothers, going. We have two Go Crew going a day ahead of time to Mount Katahdin in Maine. We're going to hike from June 7th to June 11th, and then we're going to party at the Hollywood Casino on Summit Day. Then you'll leave on the 11th. We had uh, someone had to bail on that one as well. So we have two spots. If you are interested, that's going to be an incredibly gratifying, self-reliant trip, and uh, we're going to go... A deep sometimes the best time is had you know when you're just kind of walking in nature and going deep with your brothers we're gonna be digging deep on one sheets etc etc on the climb so that's great Mount Katahdin that is the final summit spot of the Appalachian Trail so when people go from Georgia to Maine we're just going straight to Maine. We're flying into Bangor, Maine. June 7th to June 11th. See Melanie about that. Melanie at GoBundance.com. And then the Fam Bundance was sold out, but now there is two extra spots. Two families have bailed, and there are two extra spots on Fam Bundance Solar Eclipse in Jackson Home, Wyoming. Only several places in the United States you can see this solar eclipse bunch of people are driving Winnebago's to there or you could just fly direct there and get there that way there is the summer tribal gathering which is happening in Austin Texas September 9th to September 11th you can see Melanie about that and then you got One Life West Coast mark your calendars October 21st and 22nd and then the Belize trip for couples there is a belize trip couples mastermind don't forget that is an incredible event uh, got five star reviews pat cullinane just absolutely manages this with his wife sam and they do a great couples adventure and then we have the international trip 
to South Africa. Uh, still some spots there. If you want to go, I have 15 people signed up and plus one go crew that is going to videotape and photography the whole thing and help us with our one sheet presentations while there so that's a september 24th to october 4th incredible hey by the way i just you know one of the things we're going to do in south africa is hit the legends which is a premier golf course like the best one there and they have this thing this 19th hole the only way to get there is a helicopter and you shoot your ball off the cliff and if you get a hole in one you get a million dollars. I just read that Morgan Freeman, yes, the Morgan Freeman just shot a hole in two and he got boofed. So if you want to do better than Morgan, come on down. September 24th to October 4th, South Africa. So there's some great events, guys. Take advantage of these opportunities because they're all lifetime bucket list adventures. On with the show! Grab life big. All right, GoBros. We are coming from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Mr. Christopher has joined us in the GoBro room, getting ready to grab a life big. Chris, what's up, buddy? Living the dream, Pat. Thanks for having me on here. Hey, Chris, why don't you give everybody like the life story of Chris, like... Um, day you were born till today in five minutes please <laughs> so they can get to sure. know you better so i was born in uh cleveland ohio and i i it's kind of a, a weird windy road i'll be quick about it i was born to a, a mom who was a drug addict and a paranoid schizophrenic and my dad was they were not married he was uh fresh back from nom so he was you know fucked up in the head so he couldn't raise me and mom was not fit. So my grandparents raised me. Uh, that's how I ended up in Florida. You know, most people either retire, you know, to Florida or Arizona, or I guess South Carolina. Your mom's, uh, your mom's parents or your dad's? My mom's parents. Your m- mom's parents. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. So, uh, moved to Florida in, uh, early eighties, been here ever since outside of a short stint in the Navy. And, uh, it's kind of, you know, kind of came up through, uh, if you've ever heard Dan Grebe's story, it's sort of similar. I've had, I had a kind of a, a rough childhood. We'll leave it at that. I had a stepmom that liked to throw steel tip darts at me and put cigarettes out of me. So I overcame all of that. Jesus. Um, steel yeah. tip. What the fuck? Steel tip darts. Yeah. 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 What do you yeah. mean? She made you stood there and she threw darts at you. She got drunk and pissed and would just chuck them at me. And um, now this is a stepmom. So this is, yeah. So how'd that happen? Your granddad got remarried? Yeah, grandma died of breast cancer in the 80s, and yes. uh, grandpa still had some spunk in him, apparently. And, uh, you know, he married a lady that was a lot younger and, and a, lot more, a lot more intense. Yeah, so I just, traded, I just traded crazy. You traded crazy. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. Okay, and so, wow, this, this is deep shit already. I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing. So, so your pops comes back. He's got PTSD. Did you know what's the story after that? Did you have any sort of relationship with him ever? Uh, yeah, we have a little bit. I mean, he's my biological father, right? That's how I title him. So, I mean, he's a, he's an okay guy. He's just kind of a ham and egger, you know. He nine to fiver worked his whole life. Ham and, and uh, egger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You what's know, that just, mean? Like he eats the same thing every day? Well, blue collar, right? Just oh, kind of blue collar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Some predictable um, dude. So when, so you don't really, you know, do you get a card from him on your birthday? I mean, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. So I've got, uh, God, it's going to sound really dysfunctional. So I've got uh, half sisters and half brothers from uh, from both sides. Yep. My mom drank herself to death like in the early 90s. I didn't have any relationship with her. And um, my dad had kids. My mom had kids. And uh, yeah, just, you know, so I've got an okay relationship with my half brother and half sister and and sort of an okay relationship with my dad. But I mean, he was never much of a, you know, he did what he could, right? He did, I don't I don't have any ill feelings towards him. He did what he could. And uh, okay, so you never tried to get into it with him that that hard. It was just like, hey, I know you're there, but that's it. You know what I mean? He never, he never got therapeutic, the therapy he needed to get over his PTSD or whatever. Or or he just was one of those guys that was kind of like controlled by his uh, current circumstance, meaning his new wife and his new kids, and didn't you know really focus on his old circumstance, which would have been you. I think that's you summed it up a lot better than I could have. Yes. Yeah, yes. that happens. Yes. That yes. happens. I mean, that's kind of you know, my dad's done a little bit of that, right? You know, he he goes with the flow with his current wife a lot. You know, so I understand. I understand completely. So okay, so now fast forward. Now you're what do you do for a living? So I'm a I'm a well I'm, I'm a realtor with KW, but that you know I don't really do that on a day to day basis anymore. I dove into uh, since meeting all you guys. I've, I'm sort of new to this. I've only been in the real estate game for about, uh, about four or five years um, total. Before that, I owned and operated a, an IT consulting company and sold that off in 2010. Um, so I, I dabble in, uh, in a lot of different things, and I've got my, got my feet underneath me in investing. So I, I buy and hold. I do some buy and holds. I partnered with, with a couple of the GoBros to do some buy and holds. I own several on my own. Um, it was pretty obvious to me that that was the route to wealth and, uh, and, you know, a hundred percenter, obviously we do a few flips. So I mainly do investing now. And, uh, and I have since spun up a property management company. I, we, we, my wife and I went through, she owned a big appraisal firm in 2008 and I don't have to tell you the rest that went sideways quick. (laughs) So we don't want to have our eggs in one basket. So I figured I would, we'd balance the businesses a little by, you know, having a property management on one side and sales team on the other and investing too. So I do that pretty much full time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So, well, let's get into some nitty gritty then. Um, okay. And you got kids first of all, right? Yeah. Three boys married 20 years this October. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. How old are your boys? 16, 14 and 10. Sweet. But you guys have fun. Oh yeah. All right. So what percentage are you? 92%. That's good. Yep. Getting there, 8% off. And then uh, what, what's your net worth? As of right now, 2.12. All right. And um, what's your horizontal income? Two six, so I know there's different trains of thought on this. Without flips, 262K. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we count flips officially. Like a, a flip... Providing you're like, you know, if you're the guy doing everything, then it's debatable. But like I do flips, you know, where I'm pretty much, you know, not involved. You know, I might look at it once and that's definitely horizontal. So, right. Well, you're the funder. See, I'm more of the feet on the street. So I'm not sure. It's it, yeah, without it's without flips, it's 167. So that, and what'd you make on flips? Just about, let's see, 90, so what would the delta be on that? 94.5 last year. Not bad. 
and what's that? What do you, you, the feet on the street, what do you get? How do you structure your flips financially? What's the economics of your flips? By and large, we do. I have a funding partner who does, you know, he's, he's 50% of the equity. I find them, fix them, resell them, and I'm 50%. Okay. So I do that model. But then I've done probably about 10 on my own where I just either use my own money or a combination of my own money and the bank's money. Um, and then, of course, I'm 100% yeah. in I, I I do that same thing that your partner does, and what I'm what I've found lately is that they'll call me and they'll, the the people that want to do them with me, or I've done them with in the past. Hey, you got money available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I never hear from them. You call them back. Oh yeah, well I just decided to do that one hard money. So they, it's like they always want me for a backup, but then very mm-hmm. few of them actually pull few, f- through. They used to use me all the time, but I guess hard money has become so so much easier to find than it's. Uh, or, or maybe they're not doing the deals. I don't know. But anyway, so what uh, What about vertical income? So you have a vertical income. You have Nicole's uh, real estate business. You count that or, yeah, we'll count that because you're a family. So what do you make off of that? And last year, we, we so I'll give you the net number because that's probably the number that you're looking for. We, we brought home 334 net off okay. the real estate business last year. All right, so you got another three something or other from a vertical. So you got about a half million total coming in, right? Thereabouts, yeah, uh, thereabouts. There and yep. abouts. All right, so what about uh, your life happiness index? What do you got? What's your average there? Yeah, I looked at that earlier because I was getting ready for the seven point one four. Nice, I guess. Nice. I mean, the one before I did with you, Mark Walker, he was at like a five total <laughs> i was like dude you're all right <laughs> so uh everyone's got a different way of measuring it but uh 7.14 okay and um what's your giving ratio like how much do you give back uh, what percentage of the five hundo do you give back so last i'm giving you last year's numbers i don't have year to date last year was 10.8 percent yeah good so you yeah. gave five fifty grand you gave fifty thousand sixty thousand dollars well, yeah closer to sixty and I include in that we do our own like turkey abundance if you will we've yeah. been doing it for years and this year we really stepped our game up and fed almost 500 families and we you know we underwrite that ourselves as well as you know a lot a lot of other giving through the years so that's it's awesome a big, big component of our family life okay so like how much of the 50 was buying turkeys for family on Thanksgiving for families on Thanksgiving I think it was about 12,000. Okay, um, so tell me how you do that. Let's say I want to do that in Baltimore or South Carolina. How 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 do you do it? Well, I don't recommend it. Uh it's a real it's it so it grew we do we just do it on our team. So our real estate team which is not, you know, we're meek and mighty. There's only 8 or 9 of us. So we, you know, it's a lot of feet on the street. We got with a food services company this year to uh to buy the turkeys. We grinded them down on price in the turkeys. Um and we run it out of our kids' school, their cafeteria. Thank God the principal's a friend of ours. So she gives us full run of the school. And there's a loop. You know, I, I'm giving you way more than you need probably. But we run it through the cafeteria at the kids' school. We Our, our admins on my, on my real estate team, you know, coordinate with a lot of the local food banks. And, you know, the people that can make it, uh, can, that have transportation, they get to the school, they pick up, and it's everything. It's a complete meal, unprepared meal. Unprepared. So you're giving them the green beans and the and the, the potatoes and the pies and the you're giving them everything. Yep. Uh, they just got to come get it. So frozen or refrigerated at least. 
Yeah, frozen slash refrigerated. And that's the benefit of using the cafeteria, right? We can stack the stuff in there, you know, put all the shit in the, in the cooler or, and or freezer uh, days in advance, which is necessary. And then how do you get uh, the names? How do you, uh, you know, how do you know who to send, who, who gets one? The, we're pretty active with some of the food banks here locally. So they give us lists. It's, it's tough. You know, that was the challenge this year, Pat, I'll be honest with you. We thought, oh shit, we're, you know, we're going to do the right thing. Our heart's in the right place. We're going to feed a whole shit little families. This is going to be great. We were scrambling. I mean, we had 400 names. We were a hundred short, had the food within like less than a week of putting this all together. It wasn't as easy to get now other markets. Maybe that's different. Did everybody think, show up? No, no. We, we, we anticipate we, uh, we had 550 names in anticipation about 10% wouldn't show. And, and that was true. We ended up with like 30 meals of leftover, even with that many names. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be impossible to to figure that one out. And I, I've had similar. I I used to pay for kids to go to a basketball camp. It's like a sleepaway camp, and it had a fifty percent non refundable deposit. And then the last year I did it, I had like three kids bail like the day that they were supposed to leave for camp. And right, I was like, geez, you know, this is. And that's why I stopped doing it. And now I do other things. But yeah, it's tough. So that's good if you get within thirty dinners. I think it's definitely still. You know you're you're doing you're doing an incredible service. So what's the other forty G's or so going to? Well, we're pretty we're pretty active with our with our church. We actually fund a few. We give pretty heavily there. We also fund projects. Our oldest son goes to a, a private a Catholic high school here in Clearwater, and uh, we we underwrote a good portion of the weight room this year. They they had weights, you know, a weight room that was like dilapidated. It was, it looked like Bally's, you know, circa 1991. <laughs> so it was like, how about we, we raised some money and, you know, so we did that and we, we underwrote a good portion of that ourselves. That's fun. Too. That's fun. Cause you can actually see where, you know, you can have control of a hundred percent of every dollar and you could actually be involved if you want to and be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to get these, you know, barbells or I'm going to get these, you know, kettlebells or whatever you know and it's kind of like re remodeling your house right yeah absolutely and i, I mean i can't really i didn't do too much with that my wife i'll give her the credit on that she ran with that she's yeah. you know but that's cool though home. that's cool yeah. that's awesome all right so let's talk a little bit about where chris wants to be in 10 years because sure. your kids are going to be you know basically all all of them right the youngest one's 10 right so he'll be 20 so you have yep. a 26 a 23 and a 20 year old what are you going to be doing so by that point, I want to be at least a 200 percenter, right? And I want to give back where my wife and I have a plan of, of starting our own family foundation. Uh, and it's a foundation that will focus on, you know, kids like I grew up without your biological parents. So it will be a foundation for kids without parents, essentially, you know, that are being cared for by whatever, a family member, an aunt, an uncle, grandparents, whatever the case is. I think it's an underserved area, at least here in my, my area. Yeah. So I, you know, that's, that's kind of where my heart's at. I think that's what I'd be, I'd yeah. like to have the time and money to focus on. There's that. a million things you could do with that, whether it be mentors, whether it be services after school care. I mean, there's tons of stuff, Yeah, but I like it. I like it a lot and it has a lot of soul because you're attached to it. You know what I mean? Cause you understand and that's, that's the Chris charity. You know what I mean? That's the yeah, charity that's about you. I think I have you, credibility yeah. there. Right, right. Absolutely. All right, cool. So talk to me a little bit about that, right? So like what stopped you from, uh, you know, robbing banks or... Uh, oh, I did all that. I did all that. So 
I kind of abbreviated the story, but yeah, you, know, when, you got when, Aaron, Aaron, a beat, you know, cause he admitted uh, to robbing a bank and serving five years. No, you no, served no, more I, than five. I'm, I'm better than Aaron. I didn't, I never got caught, <laughs> but you did rob a bank. Not a bank. No, we, I was stealing everything. I mean, I was just a knucklehead, right? I mean, I didn't have a lot of guidance. My grandfather was amazing and I, and you know, I idolized him probably to this day. So he did the best he could, but yeah, I was a teenage kid with no guidance growing up by myself and, you know, hanging out with the wrong crowd, whatever, you know, you know, the drill. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. We all been there. You know, yeah. Stealing car stereos, you know, you know, I, we, we, uh, we broke into a beer distributing plant and stole a boxcar. And this dates me a little bit because you, you know, they actually brought beer in on trains and we unloaded a boxcar into one of my buddy's suburbans. So I did all that shit. I don't know. I hope the, I hope the, uh, what is it called? The statue of limitations statue. is yeah, right yeah, yeah. on the big beer heist of 98, right, right? Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, Ohio. How's that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're still I'm, scratching I'm, their heads about that. Oh, you know? man. I was going down the wrong path. So my, my grandpa used to always say he wanted to live long enough to see me graduate high school and he died like a month before I graduated. So I was homeless you know, for the last month and a half of my I wasn't even eight. I didn't turn eighteen until. Man, much that later. fucking sucks. So, uh, so your grandfather's like the only you know solid thing you got, right? Flesh and blood, right? Yeah. And and you like him. He's not a jerk, right? And then what happened? How how did he die? He was old. I mean, it was really just old age. Yeah, he had a, wow. he had a knee replacement surgery, and his heart just gave out shortly after that. So, uh, gosh, that's so I bounced around to friends' house to friends' house just to finish high school and. uh was still getting in a lot of trouble. But again, luckily, knock on wood, I never got caught. And I said, you know what? I, this is not sustainable. I guess I had a, a moment of clarity as much as somebody can have at 17. And I went in the military. I joined the Navy. I was like, okay. You know, that was, that, I think that was probably smart. Uh, you know, I wish more kids would did. do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best thing I ever did. So did a short stint there. Clinton was in office that then. So they were downsizing the military. So two years, two years in the military. Then I came back and, uh, I was changed. I didn't get in any more trouble. You know, I came back to Florida, you know, didn't really have any place to go. I still shacked up with friends, got a good job, um, a good, what I thought was a good job at the time. And, uh, and then, then put myself through school. I had the GI bill. Of course I put myself not through college, but through like a tech school to learn it and, you know, got my Microsoft engineering and did all that during the dot com boom, if you will. So but it was good. It, it allowed me to get to where I'm at now. I met my wife and, you know, the rest is sort of history. Right, right. Cool. That's awesome. All right. And here you are today. So let's see what. So you're investing now in buy and holds. And are you still what's Clearwater like? What's the landscape there? You know, st- you know, think real estate's going to keep continuing. I was with David was over my house last week and he looked at me and he said, do you think real estate is going to keep going up and up and up and up. And he said, I, I, I have a feeling that it it might keep doing that. And that's the first time that someone said to me that I respect, you know, you know, something a little bit different than mm, you might want to be conservative because winter's coming. I don't know what, uh, what's going on in Clearwater. So yeah, well, what do you, what do you think the future holds? To, to, uh, you know, far be it for me to disagree with David. I don't have his track record, obviously, but here in my market, at least, it's it's still pretty frothy. It's still pretty hot. But, you know, we're starting to, I don't know, we lived through it the first time, uh, you know, as an appraiser, at least. My wife did, and I wasn't in it, but I was tied to it, sort of. Um, we're You know, we're starting to see longer times on market. We're starting to see some of those indicators. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, 
I don't know. What goes up must come down, right? So it's it's a matter of if, not not when. Yeah, yeah. When. Um, so you know, it it might still sustain for a little bit. I don't know. My crystal ball's broken. I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows, right? Yeah, nobody I'm knows. Down on my flips, like you know, we did like twenty four last, twenty two last year, I guess. Total, and you know, we 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 took it on the chin on a few. I was learning a little bit this year. I'll probably do six. If that's any indication. So Clearwater, do you know, or, you know, Nicole probably knows being an appraiser, like the values today are what percentage of what they were in say, Oh seven, Oh six, Oh five. Yep. Are they a hundred percent? You know, almost, almost more. In, okay. in, in certain little pockets, right. Cause there's markets inside of markets. I get that. But in certain pockets, they're right at a hundred percent in certain pockets. They're not quite, but I, I, you know, we're not grossly over, like maybe in like Denver or some of the other markets. Like we're not at 130 percent either. No. Yeah, I know. Like I talked to an agent from Nashville, Tennessee. She said she had like 140 percent of 08. So right. Yeah, and there's parts of California that are close to 200. You know, which is bizarre. You know, which is yeah. like wow. So okay, so um, so which you know we got the six pillars. Which pillar does Chris suck at? Historically, health. Yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always been, you know, fat. I guess, for lack of a better term, I was really fat um, up until, you know, I got, I got more serious about it. So, I mean, I was up to like 260, 265 pounds. Um, so, I'm, I'm down. I still got a long way to go, but I'm down to 228 now. So, uh, that's, that's definitely the pillar that I've, that I've historically sucked at, and this year it's going to change, and it has changed already. And so, how can we, as brothers, uh, help you? Well, I got an I got a one-on-one accountability partner. My GoPod holds me accountable. They know I'm pretty transparent about it. They've got me logging everything in my in that little my fitness pal. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, a lot of people use that my fitness pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just you know, stay on my ass. You, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I welcome that. I'm you heard him. You heard him. He he's gonna yeah. eat your feedback for breakfast. So bring it. Text him and say, Chris, t- send me a picture of the scale this morning. That's the best thing you could do, right? Is like have text a picture of the scale or I have um Fitbit uh, scale. My wife gave me the Fitbit scale and and so it links to your Fitbit which then links to your phone. And I actually like I've I lost 9 pounds in the last 3 3 weeks or so just by cutting carbs out and um my trainer you know has me, you know, showing him my Fitbit on my phone because it, it links up to my scale. So, anyways, if you if you see Chris, text Chris and say, Chris, you know, send me a picture of your scale or whatever. So, show me where Perfect. you're at. Do I uh, have to be standing on it, or can I have my wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, which one are you best at? For me, it's relationships. Um, you know, some of the guys on these small trips, like I was on the Palm Coast trip, and they referred to me as the quiet guy in the corner. But once they got to know me. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a likable guy, um, and I'm loyal like a dog. So I have, you know, been married 20 years. I've got the, the friends that I do have are, have been friends. It's no coincidence. They've been friends for 20 plus years. You know, yeah, I've got, that's great. you know, they'll, they'll, they'll take a bat to somebody for me. It's that kind of loyal sort of fierce type of friends. So I'm good at relationships. That's cool. Very good. So let's see. All right. So what brings Chris joy? My family and uh, and traveling. You know, we've we've discovered uh, that we really we really like to be on the go. 
I really like to be. What's your best uh, vacation? So the best one that we took was just last summer. My wife and I went on a destination unknown. We just did a, we flew to Seattle, which is, you know, from Florida is like, you know, the other end of the planet. And uh, we just said, let's, let's spend seven days in Seattle and, you know, we'll go hike up in the Olympic, in the Olympic range. We'll do some mountain climbing. We'll go on, just do Seattle up. And then, you know, we're gone for two weeks. Let's figure out the last six or seven days of the trip. So we ended up in Utah. We ended up in Vegas for a night and then back home. It was unbelievable. Just not knowing where the hell you're going. Oh, where were the kids? The kids were at stay away camp. So they go to North Carolina. The oldest, the oldest doesn't go there anymore, but he was, you know, he's 16. So he was with, um, visiting an aunt up in Ohio. That's awesome. That's awesome. They could get two weeks off with three kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and this year we're doing the month-long RV trip, so I know you guys are going to hold me accountable to that because I, I heard I've heard you on some some other show. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. how they want to do that, right? And uh, oh, I'm doing it. It's paid for. I'm going. So where are you going? So we're going to One Life in Philly, right? So immediately after that, we're flying to Colorado because I was not about to drive a freaking RV from Florida <laughs> west. So we're flying to Colorado, picking up an RV. We're going. It's it's almost a full month. We're going down from there into Utah. We're doing all like the big national parks in Utah, going down into Flagstaff, Sedona, Grand Canyon, of course, both rims. We're going to do uh, – we've got everything planned. I hired a planner to, to book everything. Really? You doing yep. Mount Rushmore? We, we're not doing Rushmore. I wanted – so my original plan was to end, you know, end the trip July 4th in Rushmore. And I talked to somebody I know is like, you know, don't do that. It's a – flipping nightmare it's so crowded <laughs> i've heard but, that too and it's a been there yeah. done that it's like uh, you know you take a picture it's like okay yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i've yeah, heard the same thing not, yeah, yeah. Said it's but it seems working. like a griswold type of thing right in the big big motor home don't 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 rush more and the kids are like i i hate this <laughs> yeah so we're gonna wrap around to yosemite and then up into like we're gonna stop by boise and see kevin carroll one of our gobros we're gonna do some uh, fly fishing with him and his business partner and then we're gonna end it in yellowstone and Cheyenne and back down to Colorado. Man, that's a, that's yeah. awesome, dude. Thirty days, huh? So, who's oh. like who's going to take care of all your stuff going on, all your business? You know, we've got good systems and good people. Knock on wood. Um, you know, we'll be somewhat connected, right? We just physically won't be here, yeah. so um, we'll check in every couple of days. I'm just going to keep the phone off the yeah. best I can. That's the beauty of technology, right? You can, you can just, you can do both, right? I right. mean, uh, yep. so long as you don't. You don't abuse it, but heck, you know, if you're driving down the road on a seven hour trip, you know, your kids are going to want to be on their technology. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's ample opportunity for you to say, okay, let me flip up the laptop and yeah, bust yeah. out some and emails. I, I, Jim. I think we're going to do some Facebook live. We're going to do, you know, we'll have a little page set up for it so people can follow along to the extent that we're freaking interesting. But I mean, if anybody <laughs> wants to watch it, you yeah. know, they can, they can check it out. It'll be fun. I love that. Yeah. Snapchat it. I mean, that's the easiest way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Can... I'll have my kids show me how to use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, okay, so let's do this. So I'm going to ask you this airplane question. You've heard this before? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So you're on a plane, smoke's coming out of the wings. Pilot says, uh, brace for impact. We are going down. You have one call. You have 30 seconds. Go. I'm going to call my wife. So, hey, honey, you know, I, it's been a great 20 years. You know, I love you. I, I, unless there's some way to survive a, you know, a 300 mile per hour impact, I'm probably going to die. And I'll tell her, you know, you remember where the golden retriever is buried out back? You dig a little hole next to it. There's uh, there's 10 grand in cash out there. So I got to let her know where the cash is at. And, uh, you know, kiss the boys, 
just know that I'm smiling down. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I'll be over tomorrow to (laughs) (laughs) start digging in the yard. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. So uh, let's talk about your greatest hits a little bit. You know, all music stars have greatest hits albums. uh, And uh, we at GoBundance record our greatest hits in life and our future greatest hits. You know, we took this from the TV show The Lost, where one of the characters, Charlie, uh, who was a musician, created uh, Greatest Hits uh, the day before he died and wrote it in his journal. So we picked this up, and I was wondering what uh, Chris Dufala's, uh five greatest hits are. Past greatest hits, right? Yep, or exactly. Future. Yeah, All right. past. Yeah. So, you know, getting married, uh, that was, you know, I, I know she's not going to hear this, so uh, there's no bullshit involved in that answer. That helped me a lot. Um for me, you know, going in the Navy, believe it or not, it turned my life around. That's got to go, go up there as one of them. Another one would be, you know, the, the first kid, right? So it's, it's I don't want to label each kid as a greatest hit, but they are. But, uh, you know, obviously my kids. And then the fact that, you know, I, I came out of the, we didn't get into it at all, but we, my wife and I were flat broke. I know you've interviewed her before on the other podcast. Yeah. We were flat broke after 08 and turned that around uh, in a big way. So we made every single mistake in the book. So that was... Uh, that was a, you know, in no particular order, I would say that's a, that's a pretty big greatest hit for me. And, uh, you know, the, the last thing is the one thing I'm focused on is, is leaving a legacy for the kids. I know it's kind of a cop out, but I mean, I, I want there to be a, you know, a family foundation. I want kind of, you know, I want them to, um, invest, uh, in something, whether it's real estate or businesses or, you know, maybe they're one of them is the next Zuckerberg who, who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, so setting them up to do the things that I never had the opportunities to do. Okay. All right. Beautiful. And is that five? That's five. Okay, cool. And then, uh, so what will your future ones be? So, you know, no longer work for money, right? That's for, you know, where my money works exclusively for me. I would, I'm close, but I'm not there yet. And, and that 8%, could fluctuate that could go down to 12 percent. yeah you so. really i mean 100 percent is great but that hunter can go to 81 real fast mm-hmm. you know in a matter of a month so i uh, you know especially with real estate you know all you need is a septic system to go bad and you know and yep. it wipes out you know a ton of that so okay so so you want to obviously 200 and i was going to say you know you really ought to go for like 500 because 10 years is a long time and yeah i imagine you could get 200 a lot faster than 10 years and just my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. And one of my other future greatest hits would be, uh, when the kids are gone, right. When we're empty nesters, I know you probably relate to this a little bit when Nicole and I have a goal of living at least half the year as expats. So we'll be in Belize for three months or I don't know. Well, you know, we haven't decided the, the where is, is not as important as the activity. So we're, we're going to live abroad for at least six months out of the year. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. That's a, yep. you know, that's one of my goals, but it's not as big six months. I mean, that's, that's, I, I love that. I mean, I, I wanted to start out. I told my wife, I said, I think we should go and get a house. I want to get a house for a month, right? Like Greece. I want to just get a house on a cliff in Greece somewhere. And then we could, you know, zip zap around Europe or whatever from there. And then the next time we get it, you know, maybe two months or three months, but yeah, but that's awesome. I love that yeah. one. You know, it's a greatest hit for me would be attending our kids' weddings, um, holding our first grandchild. I mean, I definitely don't want to think about that shit yet, but down the road for sure. <laughs> right. And then we'll, we'll have, we're going to have a permanent place in North Carolina because Florida is just too fucking hot. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's why we didn't buy a place in Florida. My, you know, it was one of our options. My wife actually loves Clearwater. I mean, she's been there like seven times. So that's where she goes with her girlfriends. But the, the temperature was just, you know, just not right for her. And that's why we picked uh, South Carolina versus Florida. If you go, you go south and you say, oh, like days like today are just brilliant. All right, so let's spin the wheel. You ready to spin the um, GoBundance app? Sure. All right, buddy, hold on. Chris, where can you show more of your true self? Wow. Where can I show more of my true self? I, you know what? The only way to honestly answer that is in every aspect of my life, in every single aspect. So just just be, it's overused, right? But be more transparent, be more open, uh, be more proactive in It'd be, it would be bullshit to say in my personal life and not in my professional life everywhere. Yeah. Just amplify authenticity in all aspects. Amen. Indeed. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, Chris. Well, listen, this, this has been fun, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. I'm going to put all of Chris's information on the show notes here if you guys want to reach out to him. And I uh, look forward to uh, catching up with you in the very near future, my friend. Yep. Sounds good, Pat. Thanks. Grab life big. 